to you, EBO. We're headed to the live line where President and CEO of Invest USA is back, Michael Letts, because he can talk on things that have a lot to do with punishment of crime and police work and just the overall view of the way things are prosecuted in this country right now is just it's kind of asinine the way there's a double level of of justice here michael letts joins us now hi michael hey paul always a privilege to be on your show appreciate you man um we just had demonstrators go in to capitol hill just just like they did on january 6th i i haven't heard i've heard crickets that's what i've heard (laughs) And you, the few little crickets that you heard is probably all you're going to hear. Let's quickly let your listeners know what transpired. Obviously, the pro-Hamas, pro-Palestinian group, came into the Capitol office complex. Now, they're trying to make a distinction that was not disrupting official business as it was in the rotunda. How could it Actually, not, not be? True. How See, could it not be? It's the not offices. True. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Well, it's not just the offices, Fawn. They hold committee hearings in those offices. There were committee, official committee hearings underway, which had to be suspended because of the protests. So they actually did, there's no question, interrupt official business going on in the House of Representatives. Same thing they tried to charge January 6th people. Second thing is you had about 330. They came in chanting, raving. There was an attack on law enforcement. Three were arrested for assault police officers. The others were arrested. Roughly around 200, 250 were arrested for trespassing. Now, here's the difference. When they arrested the January 6th, we still have some who have been in jail for over a 1,000 days without even being indicted and processed as a total violation of the constitutional rights. All the ones that were charged in the last couple of weeks for the Hamas and the uh, pro-Palestinian rally, every one of them, trespassing was processed and out on the streets before the end of the day. The only people that were kept overnight were the three that assaulted the officer. They've already been processed. So let me tell you what uh, is reasonable to assume on. Mm-hmm. Those with trespassing charges, that'll just slowly go away. You'll never see those people again, never hear anything about it. The three on the assault charges will probably be plea bargained down to basically um be in the wrong place at the wrong time. They'll make something out of it. Mm-hmm. And that will go away as well. But, it, but yeah. So you see a total disparity between January 6th and what occurred there, and that's just got America furious. Okay, so I mistakenly earlier said they went in the rotunda because that was what I read. And so there's well, misinformation there rotunda, about this. There is a rotunda in the office, Canada building. And, of course, the main rotunda is in the Capitol complex itself. Okay. All right, so... They were in there screaming and yelling because of the misinformation that was disseminated by Hamas, then echoed by Rashida Tlaib and Ilyan Omar, that 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 Israel had taken out a hospital when, in fact, the hospital was just fine and a missile that had misfired landed in a parking lot and didn't even leave a crater. So minimal casualties, Correct. if any, other than automobiles. I think automobiles were the only casualties, quite frankly, Vaughn. Yeah, because they can't prove. I, I don't believe anything they say at this point. No, I'm just I'm I'm washing my hands of the worms that are terrorists because what they did in Israel deserve they deserve an immediate and profoundly exponentially bigger response than than what happened in in Israel because of the horror of what they did. 
And see, and that's a precursor for what's fixing to come to this country. So we're hopeful that Americans will wake up and realize that we're next mm-hmm. and demand that we take some action in this country. Now, you can't, you know, just in the last couple of days, Paul, we've gotten 10 terrorists. I use the word terrorist not loosely. We know they were terrorists that tried to come into the southern border. They were from Hamas, Hezbollah, and Iran. And yeah. identified on the list. We know who they were. There's no question they were terrorists. So you remember, you catch a small fraction, 10 to 20% of those that come across. The rest of them all get uh, gotaways. How many of the other teams that they sent of terrorists actually got through? Well, and I was watching a documentary or a show or whatever it was, a movie, about when people were trying to get out of Syria and into Germany after the bombing started there uh, a while ago. And it, I think it was 2016. And the way that people were smuggling them across the border, they said 70% of our trucks get through. So I just stopped for a second when I was thinking about the interview today while I was watching that and thought, that means 70% of the terrorists who try to come across the southern border are getting in, and we're letting them. Well, we know for a fact, Fauna, there are thousands, not hundreds, thousands of the terrorists watched us that are in this country now. Mm -hmm. Now, the federal government will tell you we don't know where they're at. Actually, they're lying. Uh, the intelligence community knows where they're at, but they don't want to do anything about it. There's a reason why. Why? They're trying to make sure this administration is hell-bent on the destruction of America. And what do we mean by that? The first stage they have to do is a disarmament. Mm-hmm. And so they don't want to create a panic where people suddenly feel like I need to run go buy more guns. So they're keeping it quiet. Too late for that. Everybody's out buying that. more guns. This guy who shot up the bowling alley in Maine caused the surge of gun sales to go up. So I don't know, man. They come on this homeland. They try to go door to door. This isn't like Israel. Everybody's got guns. Well, you know, what people need to understand talking about, uh, and I was in the intelligence business as well, uh, service, and I have strong connections in Israel. And, um, you know, I didn't even realize this. Before all this occurred, Israel had the most stringent gun control laws in the world. Two percent of Israelis had firearms. Nobody what else. What the heck? I did not know course, that. Yeah, th- th- their rationale to defend Israel's side was you have uh, armed soldiers on every other corner. What do you need? What do you need a gun for? Problem with that rationale is you have armed soldiers in major cities. You don't have them any other place. And so... What's interesting is after what happened with Hamas and how butcherous it was to the civilians and to the citizens there, the Israeli parliament met, they had an emergency meeting, and they reversed or revoked every one of those laws, and they are encouraging every one of their citizens to be armed, and they will provide training if they need. Now, that's where we need to be in this country. Yes, and you know what? Uh, when I did my last conceal and carry, I just I just do it every once in a while, just to... Just to keep up with and being proficient and have an actual firearms instructor next to me if I'm not training with one of the the police officers locally. Um, There were people who had just moved here, not even like for a long time, but temporarily. They were here from China. And Uh the first thing they did when they got here was take lessons, very smart of them, take lessons on how to use their gun and get guns for the time that they were in America so that they would feel safe. Correct, and that is what I'm trying to make sure we do across this country, and I appreciate your support, Paul, mm-hmm. is Americans, we have to wake up. We're next. This is going to happen. We have an, already know we have terrorists in this country. We already know they smuggled the armaments uh, across the border, and we know that the terrorist world terrorist organization funded by Iran 
has plenty of assets to make sure they have the ability to carry out their threats. Mm -hmm. So it's coming, and uh, you won't be able to run and say, will you stop for a minute while I go see if I can buy a firearm and be able to defend myself. Mm -hmm. You won't have that chance then. Well, if they get past my dog, that'll give me enough time to have (laughs) one of the nine weapons ready before they get to the family. But um, not everybody's like us, Michael. Not everybody believes like we do. Unfortunately, they're going to find out the hard way, and that's what breaks my heart. I hate to see the suffering. Especially what happened kids. in Israel. The, exactly. your, your ignorance is going to hurt your children. So that's that's what makes me the saddest. And I know they're they're thinking the opposite of us, and they're yelling at their radios right now, saying, "You're the ignorant one. Guns are dangerous. They're only dangerous in the hands of the wrong people, idiots." They are. So you know, one thing I wanted to kind of throw out there real quick, talking about what's going on in Maine, mm-hmm. is I want our listeners to understand every so active sad. shooter event has always had a precursor on this particular one that the FBI should have followed up. When he threatened to shoot up the base of the National Guard, the FBI is not doing his job, never has been. And I want to know why. Well, they're too busy kicking in the doors of old men who might have flown into January 6th and, and, you know, gone to their daughter's wedding. They're too busy worried about trying to grab everybody Trump-related. They don't care about the real threats. It's sad. You're exactly right. They're upside down at the top of those divisions. And the guys on the ground who are just doing their jobs, I have sympathy for you. So just know that. But I want to um, just address the elephant in the room and the fact that Hamas and Hezbollah, they probably have people who could even be local who are listening to the show right now who think it's funny that we're talking about this sort of thing because they know what they're doing. They know what they're preparing for. But what they need to know and hear loud and clear is we know you're here, and we're not going to sit still and become your victims. You are going to have a fight on your hands, a big one. Well said, Tom. One of the things I would tell Hamas has blood. you're right, they're all listening, is don't make the underestimation of America. You think we're like Israel was and nobody's armed. You're in for a rude, rude awakening. Yeah, our, our guns are on our bedstands when we sleep. They're not hidden away somewhere where we can't get to them. You come in, pop, pop, you're gone. That's exactly right. You know, but they rush you in, they rush in, they, they have several automatic weapons. They're not semi-automatic, they're automatic weapons. They have them right. illegally, so they're bad guys with guns, so good guys with guns can stop them. <laughs> I love your show, Fawn. Thank uh, you. you. You know... This is what needs to be said because I don't want to be the one when it not if but when it happens yeah. to be sitting back and wondering should I have done more to save these poor innocent children? We're doing everything we can to spread the word now. I just hope they they pick the wrong house every time. You know what I mean? I hope they pick the wrong house, and I'm not saying I hope they pick liberals. I hope they don't because they won't be able to defend themselves. I don't want any loss of life. But I hope they pick the house where there are nine Doberman pinchers and a bunch of, you know, semi-automatic weapons in that house and, and kids who have gone to the, the, the range with their parents who know how to proficiently also use that weapon in case mom and dad get into peril. I mean, the whole family needs to know. You're, I love what you just said, Tom. When they always talk about children, you know, should be around firearms. Yes, you know, they should be. Got to lock up their guns, et cetera. It's the exact opposite, just what you're saying. They need to not only just be around firearms, they need to go to the range. They need to know how to use them. Mm-hmm. Because then they gain a respect for them, and that's when you don't have accidents, when you have a respect for what you're handling. Yeah, and I'm not talking about the little idiots that want to run around and act cool on the street and point their guns sideways, which, by the way, they're not going to be able to aim at anything accurately, <laughs> holding their gun like right. an idiot. Um, but the kind of kid who knows to get on one knee and take aim. 
Correct. and knows how to find center mass. Um, I like to go for the sweet spot, but that's just me. I'm just saying. <laughs> um, but it, as little as possible. I mean, my daddy took me to the range with a semi-automatic 22 when I was eight. I knew how to shoot a gun. So you had a wonderful father. I did. I miss him so much. God bless you, daddy. But you know, it. He's like, we're going to go hunt. And I said, I'm not trying to kill any animals. I just, you know, I want to know. It's fun. It was fun it shooting is. at the range. And I think one of the key things that you just hit on as well, Fawn, is, is quality time. Mm-hmm. Put quality time with your kids for something that will give them a skill that they can use the rest of their lives. Yeah. Enough of this sitting before a PlayStation all the time. You don't know where they're at. And they don't know where you're at. Yeah, it's time outside. we change the culture in America. Well, and take them, take them to classes. If you're not able to teach them gun safety yourself, you can't be waving the barrel around the place. But um, Monkey doesn't have an actual gun when we go to the range. He's got an airsoft little pellet gun that he gets to shoot. Um, so he's not in danger of actually harming anyone, but it's the right. same sort of, of, of scenario. You know what I mean? It's the same right. sort of aim, shoot, fire, the whole thing. Um so I'm not letting him running around w- w- with a weapon per se, but when we went through concealed carry, he got to shoot an actual 22 and knows what it feels like, so it's not scary. Knows the sound, the whole thing, right. and so he's not curious and he's not going to go sneak stuff because he knows what that thing's for. Exactly, and he knows the key principle. It is not a toy. It's not. And he'll tell everybody that. He's like, no, you don't play with them. You don't mess with them. Now, I've got older, an older grandson who shouldn't be anywhere near a firearm because he's a dingbat. So he shouldn't be anywhere near it. And I know it. So he's not allowed. But you know your children better than anybody. If you introduce something and make it normal, they're not going to freak out every time they see one on a cop or, or somebody who's trying to protect you. And here's another thing, Michael. I don't mean to like take up all your time to talk. Oh, but no, you this is the situation we do every time we go out in public, whether we're at a restaurant, a bowling alley, which is where this last guy was. There's not a whole lot mm-hmm. of places to hide inside of a bowling alley. Um, but I always say, if Nana says, get down, don't look around and say, how come? Just drop. Exactly. Crucial point that can save so many lives. Just drop. Just drop. I'm going to flip the table and we're going to have a barricade and we are armed and we're going to, we're going to protect, we're going to protect ourselves as best we can. Worst case scenario, the bad guy wins, but at least we have a chance. I think it's interesting the topic that we're talking about right now from the standpoint. In the black community, I have more come up to me after speeches that say, this whole defund the police, et cetera, we're totally against that because it's hurting us. Our mm-hmm. crime, violent crime, is skyrocketing our neighborhoods. They understand mm-hmm. that this is an issue the liberals are using just to raise money and try to destroy and divide America, not one that's practical. Yeah, and I understand the the constant murmur that there is in some communities, whether they're white, black, or otherwise, where there's a criminal element and they don't want to tell because they're afraid mostly of the repercussions of the criminals, which is right. why people don't speak to cops. It's not that they don't like the cops. They're scared of what's going to happen if they do. So exactly. I think people have it twisted a little bit. So There's a lot of things twisted out there, but thank God we've got it falling on the air. Well, you know what? I never shut the hell up. That's the problem. Anyway, I hope the people who demonstrated in the Capitol for Palestine, which isn't actually a place, it's kind of an idea, um, right. I hope that they are taken for what they are and it's pro-terrorist people who should be watched closely from from here on out
Right now, we've got a two-tier justice system, and it becomes more evident every day. We have to have reform, or we cannot survive. We have to get rid of this idiot who thinks he was born in Israel now. Anyway, um, where do people go to learn more about Invest USA? If they go to our website, www.investusa.org, org, all this is on there. Make sure today you take the opportunity to thank an officer for willing to put his life on the line to save you. I just had one in studio right before you who brought a little tiny therapy dog named Chief 2.0. It's the cutest thing you've ever saw in your life. So they're doing things to get out in the community to make sure your kids are not scared of the police and they know that when they call, help is coming and it's going to be wearing a uniform. So be ready for that. Michael, thanks for being on. I know you served God as a police you. officer. Appreciate you. God bless you back. Thank you, Paul. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. Bye.